I had a dream last night that Jim Irsay was okay. I will relate the occurrence of my dream. My dreams usually mean nothing. I hope that this one does mean something. It was just odd in a number of ways. And and so I I thought I would share it. I don't know whether it it, it, it brings no hope. But you know what? I mean, no hope that doesn't already exist. But it, it was certainly odd. And it speaks to the reason why I don't sleep so well sometimes. Because my dreams are straight weird. We'll talk about the Colts and the needs of this roster. You look at the starters and, and the holes are absolutely evident and you understand exactly where Chris Ballard's got to look in order to lift that roster. We'll talk about the Pacers last night. They were in good shape and then they weren't. They went cold in the fourth quarter. Jalen Brunson was really, really good. And so the Pacers went down last night by four to the Knicks. And and that's a shame because you know what? They had this game kind of in, in a good spot for them to pull off the upset in New York City against Jalen Brunson, who was absolutely phenomenal last night. We'll talk about IU. They got a showdown against Penn State tomorrow at Simon Scott Assembly Hall, another must-win game. You've got to be able to beat Penn State if, at home. If you're going to make a case to go to the NCAA tournament, you have got to put on your resume a home win against one of the lesser teams in your conference, or you got real trouble. Indiana, that's where Indiana's at with 10 games left in the Big Ten season. you got to beat those teams you're supposed to beat, and maybe you get beat by Purdue and Wisconsin, and, and you, you try to cobble together a good enough record to make a case to the tournament that you belong, to the tournament committee that you belong in the tournament. We'll talk a... Uh, a little bit about Butler. They've got a game tonight against Creighton. That's a big game for them. And then you've got Indiana State. They've got a game tomorrow against Drake in Terre Haute. Indiana State might be the most fun team to watch in the state of Indiana. Then you've got Ball State. They've got a game, too, up in Kalamazoo, Michigan, against Western. This is Breakfast with Kent. For Groundhog Day, February 2nd, it's a Friday, a beautiful Friday. We're rocking the Friday Togs 2024. Make sure, uh, wait, we're brought to you by the great people of my booking. My goodness, if you've been waiting for the right time to get in on the action, the wait's over. Make your winning move today and sign up at my bookie. Use promo code KENT, easy to remember, to claim your deposit up to $1,000. That's right, KENT for an opportunity to boost your betting power, experience the thrill of sports betting right from the comfort of your own home. Because with my bookie, you can bet anything, anytime, anywhere. Make sure and subscribe to this channel when we get the autographed jersey that is being sent to us. It's a mystery jersey. We don't even know what major league is represented in this jersey. We will give it away to a subscriber of this channel and two big brains, and you got to send me a DM. So I've got a way to contact you and get your address should you be the winner. All right. And if you want to make the, make the move to like the video, that's pressing the thumbs up. Polite thing to do. When you watch a video on YouTube, hit the thumbs up. Nice thing. Polite. And if you want to make a donation, make a donation. No big whoop. All right. Let's talk. 
briefly about the dream I had, I woke up and I wrote it down immediately because it was just straight weird for a variety of reasons. Number one, Jim Ursay is at the Colts complex and he's speaking to the crowd and his hair is like jet black and it's parted on the side, looks kind of like John Hamm's hair. And he's talking about being back with the Colts and all of a sudden the crowd that's gathered to see him sings the chorus from the Eagles hit Desperado. As they finish, they cut to a video feed of WTHR Channel 13's newscast. Anne-Marie Tiernan is interviewing one of the Ursay daughters, but we don't know which because she's using a ventriloquist dummy and all they have on screen is Anne-Marie Tiernan and the ventriloquist dummy almost like a Muppet. And it's got an odd voice. And I think, which of the Ursay daughters is this? Then, and this is at Castleton Square Mall, then a person, a thug, bum-rushes Anne-Marie Tiernan. She dodges the bum-rusher, punches him right in the junk, right in the groin, backs up, gets in a stance, and kicks him right in the groin. And they cut back to Jim Ursay. The crowd, again, serenades this time Anne-Marie Tiernan singing the chorus of Desperado. Jim Ursay introduced during this appearance his new wife. I didn't understand any of it. Maybe it means some good stuff for, for the Colts and Jim Ursay's health as uh, what is being reported that he's recovering. The Colts made a statement not quite a month ago recovering from a severe respiratory illness. Prayers to Jim Ursay, prayers to the Colts, prayers to the Ursay family. Go ahead, have that dream, wake up and try to get back to sleep, try to figure out what the hell's going on in your brain. Uh, let's talk about the Colts. Look, you look at the defense, then the offense, all right? Let's look at the offense first, because the offense, you got an offensive line, all five starters returning. If Braden Smith's healthy, you feel really good about your offensive line. That is one of the best five units in the NFL. You've got a running back who's a bell cow. you got Jonathan Taylor. If he's healthy, he can lead the NFL in rushing. You've got Anthony Richardson, who's, who, you know, sky is the ceiling, right? Or ceiling is the sky. Michael Jordan, nice. Not, not Michael Jordan, he might have had a couple. But Anthony Richardson can really be good. Then you've got wide receivers. If they re-sign Michael Pittman Jr., you've got Pittman who is a really good, an elite-level possession receiver. You've got Alec Pierce, who can get vertical, and you've got Josh Downs, who's really good in the slot. You've got tight ends, one of whom may emerge as a really interesting and dynamic weapon. Jelani Woods, if he's healthy, can be that guy. Will Mallory may develop into that guy. So there's your offense. You feel pretty good about the offense. Then you go to the defense, and you start looking around, and you say, okay, Quiddy Pay, Samson Ekebom, Dio Dangbo, Taekwon Lewis, if he's re-signed. Grover Stewart, if he's re-signed. DeForest Buckner. The one guy you feel really good about in that position group, you feel really good about DeForest Buckner, who is right about 30 years old. So still got some football, still got tread left on the tires. But 
that everybody else like it hits that mediocre to good, little bit above average. You know, Quitty Pay, good run stopper. Quitty Pay, good pass rusher. Not great, not elite. They're not elite anywhere. You look at the linebackers. Zaire Franklin is maybe the best story in the NFL and one of the best people in the NFL. As a linebacker, he's mediocre to good. That's great for who he is, right? Seventh round draft pick out of Syracuse, getting him mediocre to good at that level of the draft, stupendous, great. Uh, 141 JM says, hi from Perth, uh, Western Australia, almost 8 p.m. here. What position is most worthy of a first-round pick? For the Colts? Man, you know what? How about Brock Bowers at tight end? That's not bad. Or you go with the best cornerback available at 15. You're picking 15th, but like we discussed yesterday, there are a lot of offensive tackles that could go in the top 15, maybe up to five, and then three quarterbacks, maybe a fourth, who go in the top 15. So really what you've got if you're the Colts, if you're not going to pick a guy like Bo Nix at quarterback, you're going to get one of the best five to seven players in this draft who are not an offensive tackle or a quarterback. Or you're going to trade down. Lineback, another linebacker. Thank you for the donation, by the way. Uh, you've also got, at linebacker, you've got EJ Speed, who is not bad. EJ Speed is fine. He is mediocre to good. He's fast. He's, he makes plays. He likes playing physically. He can go cover people a little bit. So he's good. Just like Zaire Franklin, good. Then you've got the secondary. Mm. Juju Brents has got to stay healthy. If he's healthy, he can play good football. Jalen Jones, fingers crossed, he develops a little bit in his second year. At safety, you're hoping that Nick Cross takes a leap in his third year. What else you got? Like this, there's a whole lot of nothing at the back end of that defense, and that's where the attention has got to be paid. Right? You, you've got the 15th overall pick. You've got what could wind up being 75 to $80 million in cap space. You go get a guy like Jalen Johnson from the Bears as a free agent. That checks a box. But you need more than that. You've really got to take care of the back end. And then you look at the leadership on the team. You look at defensive coordinator Gus Bradley. Would you put him in the top end, the top half even, of defensive coordinators in the NFL? Up to you. Offensively, you got guys. They're smart. Tactically, they do the right thing. I like Steichen and Jim Bob Cooter. I think they're terrific. Kerner, Turner, Cam Turner as the quarterback's coach. Good, good, good. Maybe great, great, great. Maybe. Hope for the best, right? That's where we are. But the attention has got to be paid to the defensive side of the ball. I know everybody wants a weapon. You want Brock Bowers, right? You want one of the LSU wide receivers, a guy with top-end speed who can get open when he cuts. I get it. But that's not the area of weakness that's got to be addressed for this team to be functional and win the AFC South. And, I mean, it goes without saying that unless you draft Bo Nix, 
you, you really need Anthony Richardson to be healthy for 15 of the 17 games minimum. Pacers last night, losers 109-105. Wow. Jalen Brunson, 40 points last night. Wow. The, the Pacers failed to score for better than five minutes in, in the fourth quarter. The Knicks go on a 12-0 run, and that's where the game was lost. That's the way it goes. They've got the Kings tonight at Gainbridge Fieldhouse. Jalen Smith was terrific. 9 of 11 shooting the basketball, 20 points, 9 rebounds. Uh, Pacers out-rebounded 60-44. to 44. That cannot happen. It did, and so, uh, you know, that's the way it goes. Uh, by the way, the Knicks outscored the Pacers by 11 at the line. IU tomorrow at noon, a noon showdown on Fox Sports 1 against the Penn State Nittany Lions. you got to be able to beat Penn State. They're 4-6 and six in the Big Ten, and you looked at this team, and you thought, okay, beating Penn State at home, come on. We're going to roll over them at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. Well, Penn State just beat Rutgers at Piscataway, so maybe they're not the, the rollover kings that we thought that they might be. Um, they are really not good shooters. They hit 30.5% from beyond the arc. That ranks 305th out of 362. IU, they make one-third of their threes, 33.3%, and that ranks 193rd. So they're playing against a team that they can actually outshoot from deep. Go figure. That doesn't happen every day. We don't know about Malik Renew and Xavier Johnson. We'll see what happens. It would not seem likely that they would play after the injuries, whatever they are, that they suffered on Tuesday night. You go small around where, assuming where can play. I like it. Give me Cups, Galloway, Leal, and Mbako surrounding where. I think you got a chance. Uh, Butler tonight against and at number 13 Creighton. That game 9 o'clock on Fox Sports 1. Huge game for Butler. You want to make the tournament? You got to beat somebody like Creighton on the road. Creighton ranked 13th right now. You beat Creighton. That is a big resume builder for Thad Mata's Bulldogs. Indiana State, maybe the most fun team to watch in the state of Indiana right now. They in Terre Haute are going to take on Drake. Uh, that is at, that's tomorrow at six o'clock on ESPN two. Sycamores are first in the Missouri Valley Conference. Ball State at Western Michigan tomorrow. At 1 o'clock, let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? Uh, Ryan Angrick, by the way, uh, a Groundhog Day birthday. That's got to be spectacular, isn't it? Ryan Angrick, happy birthday. Herb Petrata, celebrating a birthday. Anthony Sullivan, happy birthday. Joe Jobin, Scott Wood, Warren Brewstar, bullpen stalwart for the 1984 Chicago Cubs. Brian Wright, happy birthday. The great Brian Thompson, celebrating a birthday. The great Emily Weatherston Robeson, celebrating a birthday. Kenny Dilger, old number 85, celebrating a birthday. And Billy Boat, celebrating a birthday. IndyCar driver extraordinaire. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, thank you very much for the positive vibes. Every single comment, Chuck Hall. You are doing exactly what I'm going to ask people to do. If today is your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Be positive. Lift people like Chuck Hall does every single morning. 
Don't pull people down. Be good. Be generous in spirit. Hold the door for people. Greet them. You know, make eye contact. Tell them to have a good day. Lift them. Have a good, positive interaction with somebody today. Radio show in just a couple of minutes at WGCLradio.com. Later today, Inside Indiana Sports Now. And because it's Friday, it's a one-man dance party is what we do every Friday. I'm going to stop the feed, but I'm going to keep dancing because it's what we do. Yeah, I want to end. I want to stop.